We love you, Lord, and we bless you. We bless your holy name. Now, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, I just thank you for allowing us to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way. And Holy Spirit, you are always welcome in this place, and we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, people are always talking about the end times. We're living in the end times. We're living in the... But, you know, we are living in the, in the days of, of uh, so many, uh, how can I say, tough things or, you know, a lot of tribulation, just a lot of things going on in the earth. But God is in control. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know one thing, God is not going to, uh, Jesus won't come back until the church has done what they are instructed to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So the church, we are called. We are the church. Amen. We are the redeemed. And we have a job to do. And one of those, the job, the, the main job that we have is to demonstrate heaven right here on earth. To demonstrate. Amen. Paul says, I don't come with enticing words, but I come in demonstration and power. Amen. Hallelujah. So our job as called ones, as the end time bride, is to prepare ye the way of the Lord. Amen. To demonstrate heaven right here on earth. Amen. Now, how do you do that? You do that by obeying, let's see, I think it's Mark Mark 28, it's Matthew 28, 18, where it says to to, uh, go ye in all the places the world and preach the gospel to the poor and that's that's the call that we the church is responsible for these are our instructions amen but there seems to be (laughs) problems well you know the disciples had problems because there was so much doubt and unbelief and so much resistance there's lots of resistance because as you know the devil comes as a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour and he doesn't want people to go to heaven I'm just going to talk plain today. And so he's going to cause us resistance to church. Amen. But our call is to demonstrate what God has already said. It is written. It is said. Amen. But, you know, a lot of times the churches, the church gets off. We get confused. I'm just going to say we, but I know I'm not talking to anybody in here. How's that? Don't shoot me. Amen. <laughs> but we get confused in our call and, you know, and then we start acting too much like the world. Just going to tell it like it is. Amen. Whether it's um, where we go, what we expect, you know, we want to microwave answers from God. You know, we want to see the miraculous, but we want, don't want to pay the price. We want to be important, but we don't want to give honor to God. We don't want to humble ourselves. So church has a few problems, but nothing that we can't work out. Amen. We can work it out. Hallelujah. But we're living here on earth to demonstrate a heavenly system. Amen. A heavenly system. Amen. Teaching them to observe all knowledge of the truth. And this is what we want. Our goal is to teach the people of God all knowledge of truth. Amen. We don't want people to get off. Hallelujah. 
We're here to open the eyes of people to the kingdom of God. Amen. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. And we're to open eyes. We need truth. We need truth preached. We don't need a watered down message. Amen. Amen. We don't need a feel good message. Telling people that, you know, to get ready for something that's not coming if you don't fall in line with the word of God. Amen. Amen. It won't come unless you obey you know, the word of God. Amen. And so we're here to demonstrate. Now, leaders are supposed to lead. And that does, that does not mean that you have power over the people. But that means that you are an example. Amen. Amen. You lead by example. Amen. And once you, you, you know, take this, uh, take it seriously with God. Because, you know, you're called, commissioned, sent, and anointed to do a work for the Lord. Amen. So you're supposed to be an example. And being an example is you do anything that you ask somebody else to do. That's number one. Amen. You should be willing to do whatever it is that's needed to be done to get this gospel preached to the nations. Amen. And, and it has nothing to do with having uh authority and power over people you have authority and power over the devil and you're supposed to demonstrate that we're to demonstrate that for those who are learning those who are under us amen but back to our call the calling of the church is a calling of truth amen teaching all things we're to glean and i want to use that word glean knowledge of the truth and understand it as we go. In other words, nobody knows it all. Not even the leaders. They don't know it all. Don't have it all together. Amen. Amen. But it's not do as I say, not as I do, but it's follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. And we learn from one another. So the church has uh, instructions from God. And God knows what he's doing. Amen. And the way he's got it put together you know, we come out as pure gold, and we come out in victory and in power. Hallelujah. But there's a lot of humiliation that's needed. Amen. Jesus was humble. He was humble. He didn't put himself above anyone. He just didn't do it because he knew who he was. Amen. He had nothing to prove by anybody. But we don't, we don't um, learn and understand all at once we learn as we go are y'all here today we learn as we go but our eyes must be open to the things of god and our minds must be renewed we need to renew our minds if we could renew our minds in the things of god then we would demonstrate what's in heaven right here on earth because we're assigned to this earth for however long and when we are leaders and we're called to the ministry, we have to preach Jesus until we go home. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And we're to be an example. And we're to do, and not just me, and not just pastors and preachers, but everybody. Everybody that's born again. You're a leader. You're an example. And we're to display here on earth what's going on in heaven. Amen? Although you've never been there, you know by, by the Spirit. Hallelujah. We, if we follow instructions of God, we'll demonstrate everything that God has for us to demonstrate. 
You know, people will get it. More pe- I believe more people will come to Christ if we were more, um, more concerned with being an example than um, how we look. Amen. Amen. Because it's not about us. We, we need to preach the knowledge of the truth until that time. So this is not just the calling of the church, but this is a calling for all who are born again. Amen? And who are heaven bound. Amen. I'll tell you like this. You can't dislike somebody that's going to heaven if you call yourself going to. Because they don't fuss and argue in heaven. Y'all understand? Well, that didn't go over too well. But it's still true. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. So we are the redeemed. And the redeemed... We're preparing to rule as an earthly nation. So we rule as an earthly nation, and we're also preparing people to rule in all nations. Because the Bible says, go ye and preach the, the gospel to all nations. So but first we have to take care of the nation of people here of where we live. Amen. And then we have to go out into Samaria and the other parts of the earth. But we train up people as we go. We train them up as we go. Now, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 2. Hallelujah. Before I say anything else. First Corinthians 2. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And we're all learning as we go. Let's turn things to verse 9. And it says here, but as it is written, well, maybe I should use 8. No, I'll do 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Hallelujah. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man? In other words, don't look at the book and judge it by the cover. Amen? Don't look at a man and just make your assumption. Amen? But you are to... Uh, know him by the spirit amen consult god when you want to know things don't judge people by the cover amen and you because you don't want people doing you like that you know it's so much more in other words we're so much more than what we who we what we look like and who we are what our title is that just doesn't matter amen but know know by the spirit who people are likewise we know by the spirit what god has uh, for us, you know, when we are uh, demonstrating heaven right here on earth, we consult the Lord. We consult him to find out how to do this. Amen. Hallelujah. The redeemed have a, a close relationship with the Lord. And he tells us his way. He tells us how to do things. You know, we don't know. We don't follow after tradition or patterns. We follow the God through the Holy Spirit for our information so that we'll know how to bring heaven here on earth. 
I'm going to say something. Maybe it'll help you to understand what I'm trying to say. But we are preparing for earthly service, which is a big challenge because we have failed to switch systems. Amen. We failed to switch systems. Amen. Well, what do I mean by systems? I mean the way we do things, our customs, you know, the habits, the way that grandpa and grandma said it should be done. You know what I'm saying? But we've changed kingdoms because, you know, we're here on earth, but we're heaven bound. We're spiritual beings, but we live on earth here. So we've changed kingdoms, but we 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 didn't change systems. Y'all hear? See, the system is is what Paul and Peter did. What Jesus did, what Paul and Peter did, and we're to follow that same way. Amen? God will give you um, instructions because of um, revelation, how to do things, but you have to change systems. In other words, you can't do the same thing that you you thought other people did. Or, or it's like you can't do what you think is appropriate. You have to stay open to the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm trying to say. Stay open to the Holy Spirit. God will instruct different people to do things different way to get the same result. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, if, if I lead somebody to the Lord, this is an example, a certain way. That doesn't mean you have to lead them to the Lord the same way. You get your revelation from God, and if however God tells Nola to do something, he might tell you to do it in a different fashion, but you get the same result. Amen. And see, we, we go and we hear from heaven. We get revelation from heaven to execute the work of God. I, I hope I didn't mess you up. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I'm saying we need to change systems. Amen. We've changed kingdoms when we forgot to change the system. Amen. So we are in the world, but not of the world. And this is why we need to change systems. Because we can't quite operate the same way heaven does. It's a different place. Am I making sense to you? And so we need to understand how to operate here on earth to bring heaven down, to, to accomplish the same goal. We're headed toward the same place. But there's different applications. For di- say, uh, say, for instance, uh, an evangelist might operate differently from an apostle. But the same result. Because we all want the same result, which is salvation and heaven bound. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. We want the, the gifts of the Spirit to uh, be acknowledged in every human being. And so we're all, we all work for the same uh, the same, <laughs> I don't want to say boss, <laughs> but we all belong to God. We're doing the same work, but we need to hear from God so that we'll know what system that we're supposed to operate in so that we can get the job done. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we're supposed to operate in demonstration and power and to, to proclaim the kingdom, not to feel like we're we got it going on. You understand what I'm saying? You know, and so we need to hear from God. We must hear from God so that we can get the job done. And the job is to bring all to Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the job. 
That is the calling of the church. It's the calling of the church. But we're to demonstrate heaven right here on earth. You know, we, we just have to find out from God which application that we use. And then it all works together, amen, for the salvation and for the kingdom of God. Because we all have to be kingdom-minded. And, and so we don't go off into our own thing doing, well, God worked with me like this. But you have to hear from God, you understand. And so all I'm saying is we need to get on one accord with the Holy One and get your answers from Him on how to do everything that's going on right here on earth. You know, we need information from the Holy Spirit how to pay our bills. We really do. We need help. How to get out of debt. That one's for sure. You know, everything that we do, we need uh, uh, information from the Holy Ghost on how to do everything. So I know we need to consult him on how to build a kingdom, on building a kingdom. Amen. So switching systems. And understanding the kingdom of God is the church's. That's the church's job. Amen. Um, So the way God thinks and acts in heaven is the way we're supposed to think and act right here on earth. That's the key. The key to changing systems and applying uh, um, this application towards salvation for all nations is to for us to act like God acts. Do what God does. Say what God says. Live like God lives. You know what I'm saying? That's our job. I know this don't sound like a lot of fun, but this is what wins a nation. Amen. <laughs> this is what gets the job done. The way God thinks the way God acts. Because we're born in his image. We have his character. Why can't we live like he lived? Why can't we do and say the things that he wants us to say? We can. It's easier than we think because you know what? We pretty much do it anyway with some minor tweaking that we need to do on ourselves. Are y'all here today? So think like he thinks. Do what he does. Talk like he talks. You know, what did Jesus, what would Jesus do? WWJD. What would Jesus do? You know, that's just a little saying. They have that on jewelry. But really, we're supposed to do what he does. Say what he said. Think like he thinks. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? We have the mind of Christ and we can do it. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Hallelujah. So let's tackle the problem first. Isaiah 55, 8 talks a lot about God. Amen. Verse 8. Let's see. It says, oh, do I? Oh, that's not, I don't ever have the right page. Here it is right here. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my way saith the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts your thoughts so if god's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways 
how can we display his, his heart, talk like he talks, think like he thinks? How can we do this? Do the things that he did, did the miracles that Jesus did? How do we do that if he's telling us in verse 8 that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts? Well, God's ways and plans transcend man's plans. We agree? Amen. And that word transcends means it surpasses, exceeds. Amen. It upstages and overshadows man's plans and ways. And God's ways are past finding out, the Bible says. Amen. But this is the thing. If God is saying in verse 8, my ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, they're higher. My ways are not your ways. How do you think and talk and act like him and do the things that he wants us to do? Sounds tricky, doesn't it? It sounds like we're set up for failure. Amen. But this is the thing. God's ways and his thoughts are past finding out to the natural mind, to the carnal mind. Amen. Hallelujah. To the carnal mind. Now, is anybody, is there anybody here with a carnal mind? Ooh, I couldn't trick you. Trick one person. <laughs> trick two people. The Bible says if you're born again, you're a new creation. Amen. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Even how you think, how you talk, how you feel, you're a new creation. Amen. So then why don't we do it? Because we slip back into the flesh. But we are, we are spirit beings. We're spirit beings. And we ought to be spirit filled. If you ain't, see me after church. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so if we are spirit filled beings, then we have the mind of Christ. Amen. If we are spirit beings, then we don't have to operate in the carnal realm anymore. Because we're, we're born again. We have new creations. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that means our attitude, how we think, what we say. We don't do the same things that we used to do, right? Then we can bring heaven right here on earth. See, when God gave the church the mandate to bring heaven right here on earth, go teach my people, amen, He knew what he was doing because he prepared us through the salvation, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And through our salvation, we are new creations. But but we cannot do the work of God with a carnal mind. In fact, God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts in the natural. This thing... Isaiah 55, 8 is talking about in the natural. It's not talking about when you're in the spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. In the natural. The carnal mind does not understand the things of God, nor does it want to know. It's foolishness to the carnal mind. Amen? Hallelujah. And so when God is giving us this mandate... I think he's talking to a spirit-filled church. What do you think? A spirit-filled church. Those who are born again and 
ready and able to pick up this work and follow Christ. Pick up your cross, I should say, and follow Christ. But God's not talking to a, a, a natural mind. Amen. He's talking to a, a spirit mind. Amen. God, it says that God's ways are past finding out naturally. But, but in the spirit realm, you know the mind of Christ. You can do all the things that he does. You do everything that Jesus did and more. The Bible says that we will do what he did and we'll go beyond what he did. Amen. Amen. Heal the sick, raise the dead, provide for the poor, you know, uh, uh, salvations, preach the gospel to the poor, everything that, that, you know, get people delivered or what, whatever's wrong, we're able to do it. Whatever Jesus did, we can do and more. Amen. We're equipped. We're equipped to do even more than what he because that's what the Bible said. And God knows what he's talking about. Amen. We can't discern God's ways, his plans, or his purpose naturally or with the natural mind. See, when God says, go ye, he is talking to people who are ready. Even the disciples, they had to get full of the spirit to do a complete work. Amen. Because if you don't do it, uh, being full of the spirit, then the work is not complete. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't get the results that you could get if you were fully loaded. I'm going to put it like that. Amen. So everybody here is fully loaded and ready to work for God. Amen. Hallelujah. To do exploits in his name. To bring heaven right here on earth. To do all the things. Think like Christ and have the mind of Christ. Was it, it is also our rightful inheritance. To do all these things. Amen. We can do, that's why the Bible says, I can do all things who strength, through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I have authority and power over the enemy. You know, I, I have the power to bind and to loose. I can do all of these things through Christ who strengthens me by the Spirit. Everything's done by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. With a spiritual mindset, we do all things. A natural mind cannot accomplish anything for God. And this is why the gospel made no sense to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It made no sense what, they, what, they, what Jesus said. And they fought against it. Because, you know, people tend to fight against what they don't understand and know. Amen? And so they fought against it because they were trying to understand what Jesus was preaching and teaching with a carnal mindset. And so this is why God says my, my thoughts are higher and my ways are higher. But he didn't say you couldn't do it. He just said they were higher. Amen. But he didn't say that we couldn't understand it because we have the mind of Christ. Amen. And he's talking to us not in the natural. He's talking to us in the spirit. And so we can take over the nation. We can preach the gospel to the poor. We can do all the things that God has told the church to do. But we have to do it with a spiritual mind. The carnal mind won't get anything accomplished. So the, the natural mind, I should say, won't get anything accomplished. But the spiritual mind can do everything and then some that God has called us to do. Amen. We must renew our minds 
to understand and learn God's ways. Because everything in the spirit is spiritually discerned. Amen. A spiritual mindset understands things. And so this is what we need to do. We have spiritual minds, but we need to renew our minds. When, we, when you start catch yourself falling back into your old habits, the old things, the old way of thinking, old way of doing things, renew your mind in the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Renew your mind. And I know you probably get tired of hearing that, but nothing's going to go forward until you get a renewed mind. You can't do anything. And in and, and these end days, you know, the Bible says people would become more wicked. Yeah. Well, if the, the world is becoming more wicked, we need more power. Yeah. If we need more power, we need to prepare. We need to do something to prepare. So you need more spirit, yeah. more of the spirit, more power, because we have a job to do. Amen. Yeah. The natural man does not receive the things of God. Hallelujah. Did I go to, I think I went to nine. Let's keep reading. And we'll read a little bit more. Verse 10, it says, As the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, um, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth bud, that is, that it may give seed to the sower, I'm sorry, and bread to the eater. So shall my word that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things that I sent it. Amen. For you shall go out with joy and be led out. Let's see. I think I'm reading the wrong scripture, but I'm going to finish this. For you shall be, go out with joy and be led out with peace and the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands and instead of thorns shall come up the cypress tree and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree and it shall be to the lord for a name for an everlasting sign and shall be and shall not be cut off and that's prosperity okay so what i i wanted to do is have you turn over to first corinthians sorry about that Verse 2. I didn't go there yet, did I? Y'all don't know. Uh uh. <laughs> Just hurry up. Okay, I'm hurrying. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. We did that one? Okay, let's, did I do 16? Yeah, that's where I'm trying to go. 16. Let's see. Okay. Let's do 14. It says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them. Are y'all listening? You can't know them with a natural mind. Let me read it again. But the natural man does not receive the things of God. You may hear it, but you don't receive it. Amen? You don't receive it. Hallelujah. You don't receive the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Are y'all reading that? He who is spiritual judges all things. 
yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. Hallelujah. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We have the mind of Christ. No matter what people say. Well, no one knows. This is what they say. The things of God are past finding out. For we have the mind of Christ. Amen. You can know them. But see, they're, they're spiritually discerned. They, they, they come through relationship. Amen. They come by the spirit of God. So we speak what the Holy Spirit teaches and not the wisdom of man. Amen. Hallelujah. But we speak by the spirit and we speak what's on god's mind and not what's on man's agenda but we speak what's on what's on god's mind and it's all done by the spirit amen okay so i did 16 okay so let's go to romans 11 all done by the spirit this is how we we preach heaven right here on earth this is how we change uh systems by doing things God's way, hearing from God, obeying God, putting our agenda aside for what God wants, and giving him the glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Romans 11:34. It says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has become his counselor? Hallelujah. Oh, let's do 33. Oh, the death, and this is a clue, oh, the death of the riches both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Are y'all here? Let me read it again. Now I'm in Romans 11, verse 33. Oh, the death of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. So the wisdom and the knowledge of God comes from the depths of the riches. Amen. Now how do you get there? By way of the Spirit. You can't get there with your natural mind. Y'all got me? Hallelujah. It says, how unsearchable are his judgments. Unsearchable are his judgments. And his ways are past finding out. Amen? It says, for who has known the mind of the Lord? In other words, he's saying the things of God. When it says his judgments and his ways are past finding out, that just means that they're not fully understood. Amen. Not fully understood. And it says, or who has become his counselor, or who has first given him, or who has first given to him, and it shall be repaid to him. Amen. It says, for he, for of him and through him and to him are all things. There's your answer. Amen. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. So in other words, you got to live in him, by him, before him. Amen. In him. In him we live, move, and have our being. You got to live in him. And when you live in him, then you, you, seek, you search out the riches, the secret things. Amen. You know the answers. You know how to bring heaven on. You know how to preach to people. You can preach and unlock something inside of a person where maybe another person won't be able to do it. Because you, you reach, you, how is that? 
you go into the secret place, the secret places, and you you meet God, and He infuses you with power and, and understanding and revelation, and maybe you can minister and hit that thing um, that's been holding a person captive for, for 40 years, whereas somebody else may have to give them baby doses a little bit at a time, a little bit, at, but you may be able to hit it. And see, God wants all of us to be like that. He wants you to go and understand how to unlock mysteries. Amen. And it's done all by the Spirit. It's done in Him. In Him, we live and move. You got to live in Him. If you don't live in Him, you won't have an effective ministry. If you don't live in Him, and how do you do that? Through the Word of God, through relationship, through time, spending time with Him. And if you, this is what unlocks mysteries. You unlock the mysteries of God, and you bring heaven, and you, you speak God's mind when you, you live in him, for him, by him. Everything has to be God's way. His agenda, not ours. You understand what I'm saying? And we unlock mysteries. You know, this, I believe that's how people operate in the word of knowledge. They, amen. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, they they have that closeness to God and that sensitivity to His Spirit, where God can speak to them and and, and uh, 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 prophets too, and they they know His mind. See, that's why I know that we can know God's mind because He will speak to those people who live some sort of way. You understand where they can reach and unlock those mysteries, or I should say the mysteries are unlocked to them or uh, revealed to them through that relationship. Amen? And I believe a calling has something to do with it, but I believe anybody can, can get close to God because he wants all of us to go ye and preach the word. Amen? He, want that, he wants that. He's given all of us the commission. He's given that commission to the church. And so I believe that we can all unlock these mysteries of God and take sickness, disease, problems, heartbrokenness, uh, just discouragement, depression, and I believe we can just hit it and get rid of it in one, one session. How about that? Or one prayer. Amen. But I know God has made everything that he has available to the church but we have to understand how to get there and we get there in him amen in him by him because every in him is everything there is nothing outside of god amen in him is everything every promise every secret every blessing all power is his and all wisdom is his so it looks to me like we need to go to him to get it and there is a way to get it from him amen hallelujah but it's the closeness the relationship and that takes care of that carnal mind but you can't get there with a carnal mind let me tell you what i'm i'm talking about this is an example i pray and I, i read my bible every day and i just don't you know 
I don't live like you or I don't think like you. Well, see, it's not about comprehending knowledge. It's about invading the spirit realm. It's kind of like going to a store <laughs> with an empty cart, putting stuff in there. I want this, I want this. And at the end, you don't pay nothing because you paid the price already. Amen. And so, amen. So you go shopping and you have that closeness because you're in him and you're one with God. And you have gotten rid of, you don't op, you're not operating in the carnal realm. You're operating out of the spirit realm. And you go and you get what you need from him. And I believe you can go and get what, you, what other people need. It's like if I'm in need or somebody else that you're ministering to is in need, you can go to God and get what they need and you because of relationship. Amen. Because of, of how we live that makes sense we live in him in him we live see we're trying to live outside of god and get the things of god don't work you may you may get some things because if you're born again god is obligated to take care of you amen he's obligated to because i can feel some people saying well i don't do all that and i get blessed am i right yeah but see, you, you'll get some breakthrough, but to get all that God has for you and to get abundance, and you know when God blesses us with everything, it's for you and somebody else. So to get abundance, you have to live out of him. Your relationship has to be right. And you know what? That don't leave time for a whole lot of foolishness. <laughs> you busy. <laughs> Very busy, amen. I just tried to think of an example of what I'm, <clears throat> what I'm trying to say. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So his ways are past finding out. Amen. But not in the net. That's just not. It's just saying that scriptures meaning not. If you look it up, not fully understood fully not fully but we have the mind of christ because we walk in the spirit not in the flesh we don't enjoy the things of the flesh and we live in him and out of that comes all the blessings all the and the secrets are revealed amen people have to and especially prophets they have to live a a, a close life a close walk and but i believe this is for anybody amen because it's not just for specific people to bring heaven down on earth. We, we need the whole church. This, these instructions are for the church. Amen. Amen. And anybody can live uh, with God in him if they want to. Because God doesn't turn away anybody. It just depends on what you want to do for God. How bad you want to do it. Your commitment depends on your commitment. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's see, did we go, we didn't go to Colossians. Let's go there to Colossians. Oh, uh, third chapter. Colossians, the third chapter. Hallelujah. We can know God's thoughts. His plans, his purpose, through him. 
If you want to know my business, you come to me, right? If you want to know. <laughs> you want to know his thoughts, his purpose, his plans, go to him. Amen. Please don't go to nobody else asking him anything about me. Amen. <laughs> you wouldn't do God like that either. You want to know more of him. You want to know more about him. You ask him. Amen. Now, if you say, well, I asked him before it didn't work. Are you living in him? By him? Through him? Everything you do is for him. You know, in him we live. Amen. We move. We have our being in him. Is our, do you think that your being is in him? Do you think? I know most of you probably don't think so, but it is. Amen. Just need to put a little fire under it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You're more spiritual than you think because we are spiritual beings. We live by the spirit, not by the flesh. Amen. Because we've been delivered and set free. But we can know the thoughts of God. Colossians 3 verse 1. It says, if there, let's see, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Didn't it say seek those things that are above in heaven? Would God tell you to seek it if it wasn't possible to get it? Amen. It says set your mind on the things above, not on the things in the earth. That is set your mind or set your affections. Some some Bibles say set your affections. And that means your affections, that's your love, your your heart, your time, your thoughts. Set them on things above. Why? So you can know the mind of Christ. So you can know what God has for you. So you won't be in the dark. So you'll know and understand what he's doing on the earth. Set your mind to the things. See, if we can stop being carnal Christians for just a little bit, or, or I'm not going to say carnal, but I'm going because people don't like that word. But I'm going to say natural, living in the nat by the natural. And if we could do that and set your mind, why would God say, to, say that if he didn't mean for you to do it? Set your mind on things above, not things beneath. Set your thoughts. That means think on things that are above. Think on things that are good and lovely and pure. And when you do that, don't go back to the old way of thinking. Because that's the old system. See, we, we, we know about the kingdom and we've accepted our mission the church has to, you know, go ye and preach. But we have not done away with the old system so that we can bring the new system in and get good results. Amen. See, this is how that one city took uh, everybody at, in Acts 9, I think, when they prayed in the upper room and that whole city, over 3,000 was saved. That's how they did this. They tarried. They waited for God. They didn't know what was coming, and they didn't care. We got to know everything. Well, why God tell me to do this? They were praising and worshiping and, and just expecting. Amen. What they didn't know, but they were expecting something good from God. And, it, and the whole house shook, and it said flames of fire came. I mean, it shook. That, that one place made history. We're still talking about it. It shook the nation, and it turned the whole, it took a whole city for Christ. 
And this is how you do it, setting your mind on things above, amen, not on things below, not on things on this earth. Your car going to be there, your house going to be there, you know, all that stuff, and it's perishable, amen. But think on things that are above, think, this is how I put it, think about things that God thinks about, amen. What is he thinking about? He's thinking about blessing people, those people who are sick, those people who are poor, those people who don't have, healing people, bringing people into the fold, salvation. The king, think on things that are, be kingdom-minded. Think on things that are valuable to God. Souls are valuable. That's number one. Amen. And so think on things that are valuable to God. Be, be about God's business. Amen. Set your mind like a clock. And that means that when, if you start to get off, drifting off into your carnal thoughts, make yourself stop. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah. I'm, he sure is cute. Or fine. What y'all say? <laughs> fine, fine. You know, and you start drifting off. And then you can pull yourself back. Amen. Get into work. But once your your mind is totally renewed, I heard somebody say, I don't want to stop thinking about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just suspicious. <laughs> okay, we'll get back in the spirit. But <laughs> Amen. But you know, once you once you re- renew your mind, get your mind renewed, you won't drift back. It would be so easy. You might get those thoughts, something flash, but it would be so easy to pull your mind back in. Amen. It, the more you stay in your word, the more you renew your mind, the less you'll have trouble with your flesh. It's just, it's just that way. Amen. You know, I, I look at it kind of like this. It's not really like this, but... I, I look at it kind of like this. You know how you work every day, and sometimes when you come home, get a shower, you say, I ain't thinking about nothing but hitting that bed. Well, when those bad thoughts, carnal thoughts come over you, you won't, you'll just feel, you won't even, you'll be too tired to even go there. I don't, I don't feel like bringing my mind back there, so I ain't even going there. I mean, it's easy. It's It'll be easy to turn that thinking back. Amen. And this is all God expects. If, and it's not hard. I think it's hard when you start. But once you get the repetition going, it's so easy to pull your mind back over into the spirit when it drifts off. Amen. Amen. We can do it. And see, this is the kind of mind that's going to take over a city and a nation. Amen. Those people in the upper room did not have stuff on their minds. All they had is, is the, the love of Christ. They wanted the whole world to experience what they were experiencing with God. They were in him. They were all about him. Are y'all here? And they just wanted more of him. And I'm telling you, when the place started blazing, they got more of him, didn't they? And you know what they did? They went out and did exploits. Amen. They went out and they did exploits for God. And this is what God wants us to do. Hallelujah. And it can be done very easily. Hallelujah. Let's go to Philippians 
two. I think I read everything I was supposed to read in there. Philippians two. Hallelujah. We have to have a perspective of humility and obedience. Why? Because Jesus was humble and obedient. Amen. He was God in in the flesh. He he walked as fleshly man. He was tempted with the same things we were tempted with. He felt just like we felt about certain things. When he was cut, he hurt. He was a man. Okay, a lot of people, uh, I've heard people say, well, he was, he was God. That's why he was able to go up on that cross. No, nah, you don't read your Bible. Read that again. Talk about how his sweat was blood because it hurt so much. He didn't want to go to that cross no more than you or I want, want to. But he did it. He said, nevertheless. And we need to have the nevertheless attitude. Amen? Nevertheless. Doing things. See, if you, if you start to be kingdom-minded and set your mind like a clock and think on things that are good, lovely, and pure, and things that are noble and worthy of honor and praise, if we would do that daily, I'm telling you, we would do more for God. Amen. We would desire more of him instead of purses and shoes and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that kind of stuff. Amen. As long as we don't do it in excess. Excess of anything is sin. Amen. So if we would do more with our minds to renew our minds, then we want, we want more of what God has. We want to do more for him. We want to be more like him. Amen. We love what he loves. We hate what he hates. What does he, he, oh, God is love. That's what the sinners always say. God is love. Well, he is love, but the Bible says he hates sin. Amen. So we will start to love people because he loves everybody. He doesn't dislike people because they have problems or because they're gay or because something's wrong. He don't hate people. He hates their sin. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need to hate the sin. We need to hate what God hates. And the only thing he hates is sin. He loves everybody and love what he loves. And if he loves everybody, so should we. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't pick who you love. Love everybody. Amen. I feel you. <laughs> we need to value the things of God. Value what he values. Amen. What does he value? People. He values souls. Amen. If you have the mind of Christ, you desire to bring glory to God. Amen. Carnal minds want to bring glory to themselves. That's just the way it is. But when you have a spiritual mind, you want to bring glory to God. Everything you do, you want to bring glory to God. That's just the way it is. It's the way it works. Amen. You just think about, you don't think about yourself. But you think about, does this represent God? And if it does, glory to God. God, I want you to get the glory for this. You know, Jesus was like that. Because he was God, came as man, but he humbled himself under God. He never tried to take God's place, ever. Because he knew who he was. Amen? He knew that God was his father. And he never tried to take his place. 
and he always gave honor and glory to God. Amen. And so we're never supposed to get out of place. We're supposed to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That's what the Bible says. Humble yourself. And, and then when God sees all of these characteristics, there's no way he will hold back from you. He will not withhold anything from you. Amen. Praise God. Will not withhold anything. And so we are supposed to, we need to get rid of the chain systems. Don't do what we used to do. Do what we need to do. Amen. And that's more of God, less of us. More of God, less of people. More of God, less of things. Just more of God. Amen. You, you do more of God and get or make God the center of your life. And I'm telling you, you'll have more things. He, he, he don't care about giving you stuff. He can give you anything you need. Amen. But uh, humility and loving what he loves, hating what he hates, talking like he talks, acting like he acts. This is what God wants to see the church do. Amen. We're in the world, but we're not to operate like the world. Amen. Philippians 2, 5. And it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. I mean, he wasn't out there trying to make a name for himself. It says, taking the form of a bondservant and coming into the likeness of men. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Hallelujah. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. See, when you humble yourself and make God your, your motive, he'll exalt you. He just will in due season. He'll exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, you already got your reward. Amen. And people forget quickly. They just do. They forget real quick. Amen. Hallelujah. They forget everything but your faults. <laughs> it takes a while. Amen. But we're to be like Jesus. WWJD. And what would he do? He'd humble himself. And then God highly exalted him. Verse 10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and, every, and those in heaven and those on earth and to those under the earth. And that every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. So we need to practice doing everything to the glory of God. Amen. The humble is highly exalted by God. So to switch systems, we must seek the things above only. That's how you, another way you switch systems. You seek the things that are above only and be in him. Amen. This is how we operate uh, this earthly sphere of the kingdom of God. See, we operate on the earthly sphere because we are on earth. 
but we're really operating in the earthly sphere, but we're operating heaven's methods, heaven's business. We're doing DBA. We're doing business as Christ the King. Amen. We're doing business as Christ. Amen. But we, we operate in this earthly sphere. And so we have to take heaven from there, up there, and bring it here in the earthly sphere without messing people up. A lot of people, religion, mess people up, always messing people up. Don't know what they're talking about. You know why? It makes sense to their carnal minds. God don't operate like that. And messing people up. Amen? That's just what happens. It's real quiet in here. But I'm going to make noise because that was good because it's true. Anything is is true is good. Amen? And people just need to get in the spirit. You can get in the spirit and operate however you like. Because if you get in the spirit, you'll operate properly. Amen. Operate properly. So just let this religion go. Because let me tell you why. Because when you operate out of religion, you're operating in the carnal realm. When you're operating in the carnal realm, you, oper- you got your agenda. See, I got quiet in here. You're operating out of your agenda. You know why? Because you can't get nothing from him. Because you ain't in him, you in you. Get it later. And don't believe nothing either. Religion don't believe nothing. There's, there's this little voice. <laughs> and when, when something is preached, it's saying, not exactly. Or... You know, you give a scripture, you say, mm-hmm. Or when you, you make another truth statement, they say, sometimes. <laughs> Always something. See, I've been there. That's how I know how it works. Amen. Always got to say something back. See, religion never receives with gladness. Amen. We have to receive with gladness. Receive the word with gladness. Amen. So if you're in him, this is why you have to just just throw in the towel of your flesh. And just just say, look, I want more of God. I'm tired of operating. How do you know when you're operating in the flesh? Because your flesh don't get you anywhere. You, You were flying high for two or three days. And then and feeling good about yourself, and then you right back down in the dumps four or five days later. You know why? Because you were in the flesh. And it don't see when you're when you're in the spirit, you on a high. You can't come down. Man can't take you down. The devil can't bring you down. You stay on a high. Are y'all here today? Amen. Hallelujah. And for those of you that want to think and mull it over, it's okay. Do that. We'll catch you. We have the mind of Christ. Don't forget that. You have the mind of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We've changed kingdoms. So let's change the system. Change the system in which you operate. Just stop it. Because it's man-made. Systems are man-made. But God has a system. I'm just going to call it a system. Or he has a way of doing things. 
and it's foolproof. Amen. <laughs> it don't fail because it's of God. But if you live in him, by him, through him, keep his agenda. Amen. You won't have any problems later. Amen. And you'll, you'll be like God. You just want salvations for the whole world. You want people to be free. Amen. No more being a slave to sin. No more being a slave to people. And don't forget, when you're a slave to people, when you, when you do that, that's sin. Amen. That's sin to God. And when you enslave people, woe to the man that causes another to stumble. You can't enslave anybody under your foot, except for your kids. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The calling of the church is to demonstrate heaven right here on earth. Hallelujah. By preaching the Great Commission. Amen. Because we have all power. We've been given all power. And keeping the mind of Christ. Keep the mind of Christ. Okay? Matthew 28. Let's go there. We've been talking about the Great Commission. So let's read about it. Keep the mind of Christ. In other words, don't let fleshly things. And, and part of fleshly things worrying. You know, being too concerned, being too consumed. Anything that takes your time away from God is sin. It may be, it might not be a sin that takes you to hell, but it's still sin. And you have to repent. Father, I repent that I got over into worry and frustration again. I got over into depression and discouragement. You know, I'm, I was over in disbelief. That's, those things are sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I know this is... A wonderful teaching for you young people. <laughs> Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen. Hallelujah. It says, And Jesus said and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So go therefore and take disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them, and you see it says Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It says teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All power has been given unto us. There are certain things that the church is responsible for. These are instructions, and that's in verse 18. We read it. All authority, and I'm sorry, verse 19, go ye. That's the instruction for the church. That's the instruction for everybody. All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's, a, that's instructions for the church. Number two, a second instruction. People's eyes need to be turned to truth. People's eyes need to go back to truth. Amen. What's truth? There's only one way. People need to hear that. There's one way. 
It's not a lot of ways to get to God like Oprah talks about. It's one way. Amen. Got to go through the blood, blood of Jesus. And so the people's, need, people's eyes need to be opened to the truth. One way, one Lord, one baptism. There is a hell. Now you've got to fight that lie too. There's no hell. That's what people are telling these people. And see, that's why you get people uh, that, I'm just going to say it, gay people are angry. And they're angry because they think we're lying to them. But you know what? The wrong people, see, they're believing the wrong thing. There is a hell. And you will go if you don't repent. Amen. Amen. There's one way to cry to to God, or one way to heaven, I should say, and that's through the blood of Jesus Christ. No other way. You have to accept him in your life as your Lord and Savior. And if you don't do that, you will go to hell. And there is a hell. You know, they're putting out this thing about inclusion. Now everybody's included, and everybody's going, we're all going the same way. Well, I'm not going the same way they're going. Leave me out of that. And you're not going that way. And I know you don't want to go that way. Amen. And I'm not saying hate them. I don't hate them. We have to think like God thinks, love like God loves, hate what God hates. He hates sin. I hate their sin, love the person, hate the sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't hate them at all. And then there's this God is love thing. Yes, he is love. But he also is a jealous God. God, he, he will cause vengeance. He says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay, say up the Lord. So, and he will punish you for your sins. But this God is love thing, that's just a myth. That's just something sinners say to feel okay with their sin. But it's a lie of the devil. Amen lie the devil amen and there's no safe sex amen just thought I'd throw that in no safe sex where'd that come from didn't come from me amen hallelujah the church needs to preach the unity of the faith we need unity in the church. Amen. See, you can't be unified and one person's doing this and the other person's doing that. Somebody over here is doing this. That's not unity of the church. When you're unified, you're all on one accord. That's how the glory comes. That's why glory is not in most churches. Because they don't have unity. Where there's unity, there's also strength. That's why the devil comes in and he sits on people's shoulder and talk back. Well, I should say back talk. Because he don't want unity. Because where there is unity, there is strength. And when a people is unified, they get God's work done. Amen? Never fails. The work is done. So we need to preach the unity of faith. And not keep preach all of this denomination. There's no such thing. That denomination, 
that didn't come from God. And see, you'd have to wrestle some religious spirits down like a bear and chokehold them before they would believe that tradition comes from man. It is not God. Amen. It is not God. God didn't make all these denominations. It's one God, one Lord, one baptism. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's one Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And he's everywhere and you can't get rid of him and he will convict you of your sins. Amen. Let's go to John 8. We need, you know, time is escalating. We need to get real. Stop being fake. Stop being phony and be real. Love real. See, we need to do what God, do what he, think like he thinks. Do what he does. Talk like he talks. Go where he goes. And love like he loves. That's what's missing in the church. Everybody is, nobody wants to love anybody. Amen. Because, see, when you love, you got to give of yourself. I can't do that because they don't like me. And, see, uh, you know, if you get your back, you get your reward from God. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well, but that's okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 31 of John 8. It says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed, see, because all of them didn't believe. He says, if you abide in my word, and you are, then you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Only the truth can free you. Amen. You can't be free unless you have truth. They answered him. We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How, how can you say you will be made free? You see how the carnal mind, see that's a carnal mind. The carnal mind doesn't understand the things of God. And that's why Jesus talked to them in parables. Amen. He just said, go home and think about it. Thank you. And that's why he talked to them in parables. Amen. He says, um, let's see, 35. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son does. Dig that one. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. What makes you a son? Amen. Adoption. Salvation. Makes you a son. Amen. So you can't get kicked out the house if you're a son. <laughs> Amen. I need to keep moving. Let's go to First Timothy 2. We don't have much time. First Timothy 2, verse 1. It says, Therefore I exalt... I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving thanks be made for all men. Men. It says, for kings and all who are in authority, 
that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Didn't we just talk about live like God lives? Think like he thinks. Talk like he talks. Do what he does. So it's saying here, kings, that means leaders, royalty. If you're royal, all of you who are in authority, have you been given authority? Well, it's mighty quiet in here. Well, maybe you don't have it. You've been given it. You just don't operate in it. Amen. For kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. Are you living in godliness and reverence? Reverence for God. Verse 3. Do I want to go there? For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians 4. Oh, wait a minute. Ephesians 4. Verse 11. Hallelujah. And it says, and he made, 411, yeah. And he made himself, and he gave himself, wait a minute. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity, are y'all here? The unity of the faith. Amen. Whoever Jesus believes, whoever believes in Jesus, and not this other stuff, these other foreign gods. Amen. But the unity of the faith. Amen. So we're all called to bring the church in alignment with God's word. But there has to be unity of the faith. You got to believe what God believes about the kingdom. You have to believe the same thing he, see, if you don't believe what God says in this Bible, if you have questions, you won't think like he thinks. You'll keep a carnal mind. Or you you walk out of carnality because you're, you, you're trying to achieve or get what you need or get where you need to be in God in the natural. Is that, did y'all get that? And so you'll be a kind of Christian, religious and full of carnality, and you won't do exploits. You know why? Because you won't have any power. Well, I'm, you know, what you'll do is go around reciting people, telling people, telling people who you are, not showing them who you are, because you won't have power, no authority, you won't operate in it, because you got to be in him, not into you, amen, can't be into you, you got to be in Christ, amen. We are to shine like a city on a hill. These are instructions to the church. Shine like a city on a hill. Be a light and preserve as salt. Be a light and preserve as salt. Amen. Because we are light and we are salt. Amen. To the world. So we have to do both. And the last thing. We, the church, must rule and reign and prepare the earthly 
nations for eternity. See, we're preparing people for eternity. But we're doing it right here on earth. We're bringing heaven down here on earth. Amen. But we're preparing nations. Our prayers go that far. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.